Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons and Dragons. Damn it, I got it wrong. Clarifying paranoia. You told me to shoots and ladders. Oh, something you could handle. <laughs> wow. Oh. Roll 1d4. Oh. Jesus. That the psychic damage you just dealt. Yeah. Four damage. Why can't I do that? Anyway, I'm joined at the table with. Yeah, you guys really jumped on on that one. Um, you're watching Dyson Dungeons. Oh. And I'm here at the table with. I'm David Wong. I play nines at Tabaxi Bard, who likes to use vicious mockery but doesn't like to receive it. Ooh. I'm Nicole. Eights. I'm playing Storia. The Changeling Druid. I'm Greg. I'm playing Ulset Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates. Insulter. Your trusty dungeon mistress. Uh, welcome back, everyone, from our break and Thanksgiving. I hope that everyone had a nice Thanksgiving, if you celebrated that. And we only have one announcement this week, right? Just one. Yeah, and our regular sponsor. Yeah. Um, this week, we will be revealing who won this lovely edition. Is it me? It's not you. This lovely edition of Pizzaban's Treasury of Dragons, the limited art cover, and getting a little bit of the glint. Very pretty book. That giveaway was brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop uh, gaming store in Vinton, Iowa that takes online and in-store orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So if you were unfortunate and did not win this copy of Fizzman's Treasury of Dragons, you can head on over there and pick up at least a regular edition. I think they're all out of the limited art cover. And when this episode airs, Strixhaven. When does Strixhaven come? December seventh. December seventh. Our... Just two days yeah. from when this episode will air. Yeah. Um, you can go and reserve a copy of Strixhaven, the next expansion for Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, or maybe pick up some other Christmas gifts for people that you need to do a little shopping for. Possibly some Pokemon cards, maybe some Magic cards. Uh, what's the magic set that just released? Do you remember? I don't keep up with magic nearly as much. The sort of ironic. Uh, the Crimson Wedding. I, I, I forget the name of it. The definitely isn't Vampire Wedding. Yeah, it's it's uh it's Twilight. It's the Magic the Gathering Twilight crossover. The Twilight Breaking Dawn crossover. I don't That's think people is. are gonna like that. Hey, the, we are definitely in the Twilightessence. That is a thing. I didn't come up with that. Next, you'll be saying the prequels are good. Say that all the time. Um, that is. Everything I'm, sucks is great again. Yeah. We, that's the only announcements we have. We're announcing the winner. That's at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. And thank you, Geekify, for doing that giveaway and continuing to be our ongoing sponsor we appreciate everything 
If you do need to pick something up from them, remember, you can use our discount code, which is geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons. Using that discount code will get you 5% off of your first order and anything you purchase through that link also helps support the show. So we appreciate it if you use it. Um, yeah. I think we're good now. Yeah. I mean, we're okay. We're all right. We're not- Six out of 10. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Moving it, up, moving up. It's technically passing, but not, not great. Yeah. Maybe six out of 11. Dice and Dungeons, nothing to write home about. That's the subtitle of our show. <laughs> I don't think group fidgets mockery is supposed to be a group spell. Really? I, I roll psychic damage. <laughs> I mean, you guys are the one. Well, you were the one making the joke that we're just okay. You gave us a six out of ten. Then I bumped it to six to out of eleven. <laughs> you made it worse. So what are we doing now? Um, We're going to die on an island. I think you guys are going to an island mm -hmm. where you'll find um, some adventure, some coconuts, maybe some animals. Yeah, tiger. Yeah. A pig that terrorizes us. Well, uh, with that. Yeah, wait, 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 is this Lord of the Flies? No, it's the Simpsons yeah. episode that parodies it. Oh. Completely different. And, and now? Potentioneers. <laughs> On that weird, weird intro, let's roll. Last week on Dyson Dungeons, the party was once again at sea, sailing towards the Corma Republic. The few days at sea were an interesting mix of encounters, from bartering with Sahaugan traders, to being attacked by some undead and apparent leftover from the previous job the captain had been contracted for. On the seventh day of their journey, the party stopped to gather some supplies, including fresh water, from an island that the captain stops at regularly on his voyages. As they take some rowboats towards shore, that's where we rejoin our party. We're in a rowboat. Going toward the shore. Who is rowing? Not us. <laughs> no. I don't believe in rowing. Hmm. How are, how are we getting Is to... the captain in the boat with him? He's on another one of the... There's about six rowboats. That... So Olsef is rowing them. Oh. Okay, I will row. Oh, they're probably pretty sizable. They're pretty big boats. There's probably, I don't know, 
six, seven people in each one. Yeah. Are there six or seven people in ours? Yeah, including the three of you. Well, oh, we'll let them one in there. Yeah, you, you guys aren't really working. Okay. We're guests. We're paying customers. That's true. Uh, at this part, you're basically here because you're curious about what's on the island. Well. I'm feeling curious about what is on the island. Well, the captain said something about coconuts. Ah, I have never seen a coconut. I don't think I have either. Hmm. That will be quite an adventure. You know what a coconut is like? No, it's an interesting instrument. Yeah, probably. It could be. You can probably click it together. Ah, you could make sounds like a horse walking. Not that we know what a coconut is. No, but you said click it together. (laughs) Yeah, I was just making it up. Oh, well, then this will be an adventure of learning. Are we there yet? <laughs> no, I think we need to talk about Oh, no, I'm going to please continue. I would. <laughs> I, I want to hear more. I feel like also. Yes. Are we in the boat with any of the people we met already in the, on the uh, main boat? I mean, at this point, you've probably met pretty much, pretty much everyone on the ship. You've been there a week. Walk around. There might learn be all of your backstories. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see what sort of animals are here that I could try and turn into. Oh, that would be good too. You could. It's learn. a different <clears throat> biome. Okay. We have described an environment. Hmm. I hope it doesn't catch on. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um. Well, we can look. Oh, sorry, what? Let's get to the shore. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if there's some interesting? We'll have to ask about what interesting foods there are, though, other than coconuts. Mm-hmm. Well, when we get there, we will explore. You, you can talk to one of the people we're in the boat with. Hey, people! <laughs> All four of them at once. Yes. <laughs> that was creepy. I don't want to talk to them. You should definitely talk to them. Are you guys in like some sort of um, weird hive mind collective? All of them at once? No. Exactly. And then all of them at once? Why do we always get asked that? It's just a weird coincidence that we all talk together and say the same thing at the same time. Zaboodoo. <laughs> Dang it. Again? The same made-up word? Damn it. Well, I hope we do not have to spend too much time on the island with them. We didn't ask them what uh, they thought happened to Fervent. Oh, that is true. What do you think happened to Fervent? Who? Who do you think they're guy? Who? I don't like them. Let's capsize boats. No. I, I just like that. <laughs> you would you have guys to try were, to swim again. I like that you guys are both like, let's get off this boat as fast as possible. But I just spent a little extra time in it. And now you're both all on board and interacting with everything. Yeah, of course we're on board as a boat. <laughs> I enjoy that this is taking no effort on my part. All right. I want to ask the captain some stuff, so I'll just wait until we get to shore. Okay. It doesn't take all that long for them to to grow. (laughs) For the not hive mind. They're very good at rowing, though. Yeah, and units, then. They're all arguing with each other, blaming one another, 
for the weirdness that people always seem to encounter with them, but they're all doing it in unison, blaming the same... Well, they're all just saying, this is your fault, and point at someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's pretty comical. And very uncomfortable. But they get there quickly. Because they are really good at staying in unison. Captain? Yes. Well, first of all, I think you have a little hive mind situation happening on your ship. You might want to worry about. No, that's just the billies. They're weird. They're on their billy? Yeah. What's their last names? I don't know. I've never asked. Hmm. How do you tell which one? Oh, no, never mind. I can see where that goes. They all, they all look distinct. They just all talk together at the same time, consistently, spend most of their day together. And, well, we thought it was humorous, so we put them all in the same cabin, too. So, what's a coconut? A coconut? You've never seen a coconut. I grew up in a swamp. Like, I keep telling people. Hmm. I didn't have coconuts in swamps. No. We had mushrooms. I spend most of my life at sea, so... I don't know much about swamps. We had reeds, we had mushrooms, we had frogs. But no coconuts? No. What about bananas? Um... We know a guy! Is that like rice? Not at all. And no. Hmm. Uh, do you, did you have pigs? E boars, yeah. Well, okay. You'll be familiar with that. Um, are we, are we uh, going to play guess guess what you had? Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. This is, Keep this is interesting mm -hmm. to try to understand. He steps back. Do you know what that is? And he points up in the tree at a um, it's a shorter tree and it has some small oblong yellow things in it. It's a tree. Do you have any idea what those yellow... Um... Things are? No. Fruit. Well, you are right on that count. They are indeed a fruit. And he... Sort of strolls over to the tree. Wait. I have seen bananas. Are these bananas? They're not. Okay, because I do have some old bananas now. <laughs> They're very old. They're ready for banana breading. Uh, just about three weeks old now. Yeah, I think I got them in Stillboro. You did at the Continental Breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You took them because they were the only banana bread. Okay. Sure? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, at this point, if we had one, I would insert a Looney Tunes-esque foghorn noise at the state of the bananas in your pouch. I'll just surreptitiously drop them on the shore. All right. This is lemon. Once you peel off the rind, and he takes a little dagger that he keeps on his side, cuts open the rind, Peels off a bit. It's a deliciously tart citrus fruit. Yes, you had and them on the ship. You told me you had them on the ship last episode. But you didn't recognize it, so I figured <laughs> you didn't know what it was. 
<laughs> I didn't know that it was from your description. <laughs> you just asked if it was a banana. <laughs> <laughs> this is very good. Now we know that what a not a banana is. I ate the lemon. <laughs> So there you go. Worst game show ever. Is it a banana or not? <laughs> Is it a banana? A banana. <laughs> I think that. That sounds like a show that I would watch on the Game Show Network <laughs> during the summer when I was in middle school. I would love that. Is, Is it a banana? <laughs> I would just sit on the couch like these idiots didn't know what a fucking banana is. Morons. <laughs> And the whole game would be just projecting a banana on like a shadow. So they do like a shadow of a banana, but they do all sorts of weird lighting effects mm -hmm. to make it look like anything other than a banana. But sometimes it's like mundane household items that are yeah. just like positioned. So it, so, look, so it looks like a banana. Looking like a banana. Yeah, that's pretty tricky. See, I think. I swear are we, gonna we just do came that up next? with an actual game show. Are we, are we going to do that next? Are we going to make a pilot episode? Hey, it sounds very can. appealing. Mm -hmm. I think so. Let's do this. So, what kind of animals are on the island? Well, there's a whole bevy of animals. Of course, Ooh, bevy. So I I've never that seen are, a bevy. Uh, no. The. the Never mind. I know that there are some monkeys on the island. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, quite a few bones. I know what those are. There are these... You actually don't know what they're called, or if anyone has ever named them before. I've only ever seen them here, though we didn't have them where I'm from. And I've never seen them at any of the ports of call, but like I said, I don't often go inland. So... Uh, there are these very slow-moving creatures, and they hang down from the trees. These long, long claws. Oh, nice. My claws aren't that long. I clean them. <laughs> it's the only part of my body I clean. You must be careful to touch you only there, then. How long, how long are we on the island for? Hmm. Probably just... Few hours, maybe half a day. Okay. Yeah, enough, enough to bring fresh water back. Yeah, where do you get your fresh water here? Is there a spring? Yes, there's a spring just a mile in. Well, we could explore this island to get lost, like yeah. we usually do. Okay, let's do it. Spring okay. one, execute. All right, we're gonna be lost for a few weeks, so um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Don't get. Very well. He he stays back, and he's organizing the. Hey, Captain. In the beach. Yes. Can we get flare gun in case we get lost? Um, sure. Could we also get your regular gun in case we get lost? Uh, no. That one stays firmly by my side. I was close. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, give me firearm. Do you want to come with us and show us he, around? He that would be over a good idea. Gun. He, he could describe to us the flora and the fauna. Yeah, why don't you come the with coconuts. us? Well, at this point, his... Um, one of the other officers 
not his first mate. She's back at the ship. Uh, one of the other officers turns to him and says, quietly, if you go with them, they probably won't get lost. And if you don't, we're going to be stuck here for a week. Um, that is a very good point. You are very persuasive. Yeah, I rolled really well on my persuasion. No. <laughs> I rolled really <laughs> well on my persuasion. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I believe I shall come along. That sounds lovely. I'll show you uh, around the place. Trust coconuts. I want to see coconuts. I want to see an all the animals. You want to see all the animals? <laughs> yeah, so I can turn into them. I don't know if I can show you every animal on the island, but I will show you as many as I can. All right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we'll get... I'd like to see the ruins at some point when we get to it. Yes, then we can rob them! Hmm. Yeah. The ruins are you know, several miles inland. Are you up for a hike? Uh, yeah, what else yeah, yeah. are we going to do? All right. Lays around on the beach. Have all stuff carry us? No. That's a great idea. I do not carry them. <laughs> what if I turn into like a small mouse or something? Then you would not. I don't know. I guess that you could. You, I don't know what would happen if you did that. What would you do? <laughs> I would ride on your shoulder. Huh. It could be a shoulder mouse. Me. But I'll save my wild shapes for now in case I see something mm -hmm. cool. Okay. You start heading inland and climbing elevation a little bit <laughs> this island is a fairly thick tropical jungle there are trees that you if all three of you got together and tried to wrap your arms around it you still couldn't <laughs> there are vines hanging low out of many of the branches. The forest floor is thick with all sorts of ferns and um, not that you'd really seen them before, but there are things like Venus flytraps and even some other carnivorous plants. I'm going to want to test something. Can I? I, my staff of flowers can make any non-magical flower. Can I make a Venus flytrap with it? I'm going to say sure. Okay. I think, I think technically it's... A flower? A leaf. Well, it's a leaf. I don't think it's technically a flower, mm. but I'm just going to allow it okay. because it's it's more fun that way. It's just better. So sure. All right. Great. You can make a Venus flytrap now that you've seen one. You can, uh, there's some like pitcher plants. Oh, yeah. Around. Sure. Yeah. What's the name of this island, Captain? I've never had a name attributed to it. What do you call it? Uh, the island that I stop at to get fresh water. That's a terrible name. It yeah. is. That is almost as bad as the saltworthies. That's like a that's like a name also that we've come up with. Yeah, that, that is possible. <laughs> true. Oh, also, speaking of you on this island. Yes. Do you want to look around for like there might be some like weird clay 
Oh, if I happen to see some weird clay that would make for good pottery, I will collect some. Clay? Actually, there's a very interesting clay pit not very far, far up the path here. Maybe near the spring, probably. Uh, not far off. Yeah. Well, let us stop at the clay pit. Yeah. Well, that should right. entertain the viewers for a good 20 minutes. Maybe there's like something like a Komodo dragon that I'm not familiar with as a character. Parent. Maybe there's, a, maybe there's a thing that my character really wants. Yeah. There. I would definitely turn into a. Well, the odds is something interesting for each of our characters being on this island. For nines? I don't know. Called coconuts. Oh, yeah, you need coconut to play. I oh, would. If I can afford that in real life. <laughs> a coconut. Well, you can get them in holes, not just one half. Oh, cool. I don't need to buy one ha two halves. You can buy you can buy two halves at once. Mm -hmm. yeah, to get all and you get to eat it. <laughs> the insides. Mm -hmm. Is it good, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. Is it better than a Mounds bar? Oh, yes. <laughs> We're also not sponsored by Mounds. Not anymore. Yeah, Mounds was sitting there thinking... Hmm. Mm. You really want to... I really like these the, these guys here. Man. First thing we do. Know what shit? Mound bars. Mounds. The, the There's a mounds advertising. Candy bars. Just tuning in to the Twitch stream like a few minutes ago going, you know, we should really like use our leverage as mounds <laughs> to boost the profile of a small streamer. I'll pick one at random and just watch them. Tunes in three seconds in. Mounds suck. <laughs> yeah. That's that is what happened in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one thing we gather from this: young people hate mounds bars. I'm gonna look for animals as we walk. Okay. There's a lot of them. Oh. You don't really need to look very hard. Okay. You do have a hard time like seeing a lot of them. The trees are more than 50 feet above you. And that's where most of them are moving around. So let's have a perception check. Hey, Zoria. Yeah? Can you see them better with your spyglass? Oh, maybe. Is Romar's spyglass? No, just his eyes. <laughs> I'm going to try and use my spyglass. <laughs> Just, yeah. It's like the Eye of Vecna, but gobliny. The Eye of Dromar. Um, yeah. Do I get anything for you, um, Spyglass? Yeah, you can, um, you can roll with advantage. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Not bad. Um, you can start looking at your inventory more. No. 25. You are, you're able to spot one of the birds flying around overhead. There are several birds to see on this island. So roll a d4. Let's see which one it is. Three. As you look above and try to focus in, with your spyglass. You see some 
fairly small birds. Not quite the size of, um, like a chickadee, bigger than that. They're a little bit larger than your hand. They're flying right at the treetops. They have a little bit of plumage that comes up off the back. Some of them are very bright white. Those have little bits of yellow. And what you have now seen are parakeets. We can sell you to rich people and then you can escape and fly back. Nice. So eventually, when I can fly, like level eight, I can be a parakeet. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that thing. Years. Years. Moving on. I'm gonna level up. I'm just gonna keep uh, looking for animals as okay. we walk towards the clay pit. Sure. It doesn't take you very long to get to um, the clay pit, and the clay that's there is very exotic. Hmm. It's it's from Pier One. It's incredibly hard to work with and shape. It, it's almost like stiffer than clay that you've encountered before. But as you mold it, it it, it becomes stiffer and harder and harder and harder to work with. But it also is holding a shape incredibly well. And even when you put all of your might into it, it, it stops moving. What shape has it taken? Whatever shape you were kind of like playing with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe you were making a little pop or something. And you, you're finding that it's just incredibly stiff, but also incredibly strong. Well, this might be useful sometime in the future. Yeah. Um, I will take, uh, well, I don't know. 200 pounds? I'm going to take five pounds. Do I can, like, throw a bunch of it in my bag. Hmm. Yes, let's strip Right it. now, all let's I have. Island's resources dry. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will take. The uh, Navi won't mind. Uh, 25 pounds of stiff clay. Okay. I've always seen this uh, clay and had quite a bit of fun in it. When I would uh, want to pull a prank on any of my sailors that got just a little too drunk the night before, we would dig them a small hole, set them in the clay, and then watch as they have to abandon the shoes. Mm. This was, this is was almost what? like the slime that we were walking in in the cave we were in, we were lost. Is that why there's so many shoes of that. in here? <laughs> well, we're not the only ones who enjoy that little game. But yes, we are some of the contributors. Um, I'm going to spend 10 minutes in Ritual Cast Detect Magic to see if any of the shoes stuck in the clay are magic. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm gonna find another work on a pair of magic that's shoes. That's my goal. To find magic shoes? Yeah. If there's a bunch of shoes stuck in this clay, 
If we get enough pairs, we can be the magic shoe gang. Yeah. Hmm. You bet the galoshes weren't enchanted to be wet all the time. <laughs> oh my god, we'd be MSG. Um, <laughs> time passes. You you do find that there's a little magic emanating from this mud. From the mud, yeah. but not from any... From the mud itself? It, or like something in the mud. You can't quite tell if it's something in the mud or in the mud. It's down below. Is it low? But it's like, it's not like permeating the whole it's not area. permeating the whole but, area, no. Um, do you have a shovel? Hmm. Oh, a crowbar! Mm-hmm. I also have a crowbar. I, I go over to the part where I point out. And I'll stab my crowbar into it. See if, See if we something. can dig away. I'll try using my hand axe to cut through the the clay down to the glow. I, I crowbar as well. Okay. So we should invest in a shovel. You're kind of sw you're swinging into this. It's mm -hmm. like kind of like pushing it in to see if I can find. Oh, yeah, you're like probing. Probing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm probing the mud. With your rapier? No, or like, well, with rapier your would make a lot more sense. I, was just, I wasn't sure what you're doing with. Okay, my rapier is now nice and shiny. It's not dirty anymore. I don't want to get mud all over it. It's like. Nice doesn't know the difference. Huh. I'll poke around with my staff. And I'm digging with my uh, my crowbar. Um, you're not moving a lot of clay out. Mm -hmm. You're feeling a lot of things in there. It feels like there might be a lot of pairs of shoes. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. I still have to take magic for like an hour, I think, or ten minutes. Uh huh. I'm going to wild shape into a mole. Okay. <laughs> or no, it's only a little bigger. A badger. Something with a dig speed. Does a badger have a dig speed? I believe so. Let me let me open up the stats for badger to make sure I'm doing this right. A badger has a uh, five foot burrow speed, so I can burrow five feet around as a standard action that just for th that is a crazy speed it's a badger mm -hmm. it's, in, not, it's not a boulette well like in boulette. six seconds you can take five technically feet. if you take your standard action and your movement action it's 10 feet per round you can dig you know, twice the length of like a human, basically, in six seconds. I want everyone who's ever like dug anything out <laughs> to just put that in this perspective. Just wish they were a badger. <laughs> wish they were a badger. Okay, you are now a badger. I burrow down looking for magic items. Okay. Following the glow. Um, you you get to a pair of shoes. And they're glowing? Yes. Do I see anything else glowing while I'm in here? Just these? It's just these. I'll uh, pull them out with my mouth. Okay. The clay tastes 
Is there funny? Irvy. It's <laughs> a little gamey. <laughs> I mean, not as much as maybe you'd think with all the shoes and the leather down there, but it's got this sort of sweet taste to it. It's odd. Um, since that's detect magic, what kind of magic is on these shoes? What's cool? Um, this one. I'm gonna pull it You're up. It's necromancy. <laughs> necromancy boots. I really hope that they make it makes your your footsteps sound like a jangly skeleton. Don't tempt me. Like tap dancing skeleton shoes. Turns you into a baby man. Without having to use yeah, they're just shoes that make your footsteps sound twice as loud. <laughs> we're we're just like oh sneak them onto Olsef's shoes when he's like sleeping. Uh-huh. Just right over his other shoes. Right on top. Right they're magic. Right they would fit. Your snout, your boots. They are conjuration. Conjuration shoes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they let me teleport out into the ocean. <laughs> um, I will <laughs> pull them up in my mouth. Okay, you got them up in your mouth. All right. Well, I'll. Drop my badger shapes when I exit the mud. All right, you are now Soria holding a boot in your mouth. Two pair, boots. Pair of two boots. Bo- a pair of boots in your mouth. Are they they're, boots? Yeah, they're boots. Three boots. Hey, three boots. Three boots. Did you want any shoes while I was down there? Sorry, I didn't ask. I've got shoes. Right. I'm good. Um, so they're like boots, not shoes. Yeah, they are boots. Um, they have like eight straps. Oh, they're strappy boots. They're strappy boots. Okay. They're like goth boots. Yes. Nice. nice strapping young boots. Well, they're conjuration. I'll identify them later. It's not like we have time on a boat. These are boots of capitalism. You can pull yourself up by the many bootstraps. <laughs> are you joking? Uh, yeah, I am definitely joking about this one. Yes. Yeah, so what would, what would boots of capitalism Tommy. in the conjuration school even do? Um, after you put them on, they would rapidly teleport parts of themselves away, so you have to buy a new pair. I feel like it just and keeps inflating its value for no reason. <laughs> Oh, boots of NFT. <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna try and quickly identify what they can do. Okay. I assume that's not anything complicated since they're presumably joke boots. Um. Arcana. Yeah, make an Arcana check. Okay, I do. I'm not inspiring that. Uh, sixteen. These are these are boots that make a fart noise anytime you step. 
Really? Every time? Can you enable or disable? Yeah. By tapping the heels together? Yeah. They're whoopee cushion boots? Yep. Boots of whoopee cushions? Boots of fartings. Yeah. I think it's the whoopee boots of cushions. And they, they don't even, they don't I just make the noise. Like they excellent. make an actual little fart. So it's smell? smell? Yeah. Yeah. I am putting these it, on. Oh it's conjuration. All right. I'm gonna slip them. I can glorify clown shoes. He gets fart boots. <laughs> I'm definitely slipping. You think that's better? <laughs> I'm putting these on. Nines would absolutely have more fun with farting boots. <laughs> well, you don't have them. Do you? you should have turned into a badger if you wanted them so bad. Alright, I'm gonna put them on. Are they active or non? You you have to you have to turn them on. You have to go like is fart it, on, fart is on. Is it like a toggle thing, or is it like uh, ten minutes a day? Is it like those like pump shoes where you have to like pump the top <laughs> and it loads it with farts? Is <laughs> that limited use? That. Does it have limited uses? No. Okay. Uh, you can run out of fart pump. No, that, that is not how they worked originally in my head as I am making this up right now. I have to just re-pump them. But I love the pump idea so very much <laughs> that you have to give them a little pump. There's a little, like, valve kind of um, squeeze bottle thing up at the top, and you just... And you pump it up, and then you can tell it to release the gas and it makes little fart noises. Pump it up and let it rip. Yeah. For as long as there's pressure in their little magical... So they're quasi-magical, quasi-mechanical. Nines is legit put, put out that he's got clown shoes. Do you want to and, trade? And Soria's got fart boots. Old sketch. Uh, do you want to trade for these boots? It was a catch, though. I want your loot. <laughs> no! <laughs> you should have bought your own loot when you bought me loot. <laughs> the worst part is that now that I've given you fart boots, in 20 episodes, you'll be meeting some important dignitary that you have to spy on, and you'll figure out a plan that involves embarrassing them with farts. So these are like farting goth boots. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what they are. Congratulations. You who are Bob. Yes. Have we been able to find a coconut yet? Oh. Oh, that is awful. Okay, question is, can you like change the smell rating on these? <laughs> I feel. Sure. Yeah, why not? Um, no, it's just magic. You just think. Okay. You think of how bad you want that fart to smell. So, um, further furthering the lore on the fart boots. I look for a maker's um, mark. <laughs> do we? <laughs> There's not a maker's mark. No. Oh, yeah. Do we get um, a six-year-old to follow us every time we say the word fart? <laughs> yes. That's under seven, so yeah. <laughs> these boots are for actually I think these boots are for both of our target demographic. For very different reasons. Yes. I think I think universal humor really is fart humor. 
I, I don't know many people in my life that won't laugh at a really funny fart. Like when when Biden was caught farting in front of Princess Camilla, I thought that was one of the funniest things ever. Like you fart in front of the British royals, perfect. <laughs> and like the American president does it too. That's just wonderful. So the smell of the farts is dictated by the the range of farts that the wearer has smelled in their life. So the more stank the fart, the more stank of fart you can produce. Mm. You finally replaced your box of smells. Finally, with a much more useful item. <laughs> much more useful item. Everyone gets a pair of stupid magical boots. Except also, so far. I have he has useful magical yeah, boots. actually useful boots. Wow, what a loser. I'm going to just pace around the captain. So, when do we find the coconuts and other animals? Do you obnoxiously, like, lean down and just pump it? Um. Can you please stop that? No. Those were Billy's boots. Which we buried in here for a reason. <laughs> wait, wait, which Billy? I don't remember at this point, but... Hard off. It's going to be a okay, long boat ride back with the billies. <laughs> <laughs> so. There are, um, yeah, there are some coconuts. Look up at the trees. And he points up at some yeah, fairly tall trees, but hardly the tallest around you. And they're out around the, the water's edges down by um, some sandier bits of this freshwater spring that you're at. You see those kind of spherical brown objects up in the trees? The lemons, yeah. Those aren't lemons. Bananas. Those are coconuts. Coconuts are brown lemons? Also? Yes, let's just go with that logic. Do you want to climb up and get some? I will shake the tree and see if some will fall. Why don't you make an athletics check? Let's see how you do here. God. I give you guidance. Uh, wow, my guidance 11. was four times better than what you rolled. Eleven. You rolled a one. Yes. Well, why not? Apparently, Ulseth is feeling incredibly apathetic about. I'll this. do it. Guidance. I you was just, just sort gonna, of like I was just gently... gonna climb up the the tree and just but you can't, it down. But how will you get down again? And climb down. I can't. As it's a vaccine, you can do that. If we feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a cat stuck in a tree. It's just a cat that doesn't feel like coming down. Yeah. I'm gonna show also how it's done and shake the tree. Okay. Uh, thirteen. You are able to, you know. A fairly decent shake. But Ulseth I mean, was considering his, you know, pure strength was giving it a pretty good shake yeah, anyway. I, I got two higher than he did, and he rolled a one. Yeah. You're neither of you are able to Nines. affect the tree. Yes. That get, much. get a coconut. 
I climb up the tree. Okay. Make an yeah, make an athletics check. You have to pull yourself up using some strength here. Yay. Wow, we suck at those. Yeah, we really do. I got a nine. Which is the best number. Elsa, <laughs> best number. Throw a rock at the coconut. <laughs> I will throw a rock at Nines is halfway up the tree. <laughs> throw a rock at nine. No, I will throw... I will, throw a rock at nines! I will attempt to shake the tree again. You don't want to... <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> yes. Go right ahead. Give me guidance. Guidance. <laughs> You guys are so guidance demanding. 23. I did a 23 shaking thing on the tree. Okay. Um, you managed to give it a very vigorous shake. Nines, make a strength saving throw. Oh, well. 18. You are shaken off of the tree and fall about eight feet down, but you're fine. It's on this okay. sandy surface. Just land on his feet. He's a tabaxi. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck the landing. One out of ten. Correct. There's best number. Perfect. Perfect, <laughs> yes. I think you mean nine out of nine. No. Oh. <laughs> you managed to get some coconuts down. Huh. Uh, five or six coconuts that fall out of the tree. All right, I'll go take a bite. Um, <laughs> make a... <laughs> you, you know what? There's no... I was about to say, this is one of the few things that after failing, we finally succeeded at something. <laughs> something stupid where, you know, it would take a half hour, basically, of failure after failure after failure. And then... I feel like... Uh, to... You take two damage. <laughs> I feel like in reality, with my wisdom and knowledge of nature, I would recognize that you can't just bite into it, but... Why not? You can just bite into an apple. And that also came from the top of a tree. Do damage. <laughs> If you really are, if you, if Soria really goes over she there, she would actually like, bite into something that's clearly. <laughs> does the wily coyote, and then all the teeth chatter? All the teeth chatter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, how do you eat this? Um, with your mouth. Captain, how do you eat this? You break it open. I pull out old thumper. I back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just swing down on the. I just put one at my feet and I swing down at it. Okay. Go ahead. Roll it for attack. You shot a four. I think you just hit it right into the captain. Um, you you <laughs> you hit it, and I mean it's it's not moving, so its AC is pretty low. But it goes flying off. <laughs> you hit it and it just goes into the sand. You're standing on sand. I'm gonna try and hack it open gently with my hand axe. Okay. <laughs> just three adventures trying to eat a coconut. <laughs> Do I have to roll for this, or if I just take my time? Um, you, you take a couple of whacks at it, and it's now mostly buried in the sand. With a hatchet? You're still working on a sand surface. I take my coconut and go to a rock. <laughs> 
that what you want to hear, DM? I impale it on the stick. Well, you guys just said uh, I put it on the ground and whack it. Like, okay, sure. Smash against a rock. Just... I'm just doing what you guys are saying you're <laughs> I, doing. I find the pointiest rock in all of the island. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to roll a perception check on that one? No, it's fine. <laughs> I can do it. Let's see if you can find a pointy rock somewhere within a two-day hike. 15 on that perception. Do I find a pointy rock? Yeah, you find you find a pointy rock. You find the pointiest rock that's ever pointed. Take coconut. Smash in that corner. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll. You're, you're taking you your time on this. Sure, yeah. Uh, on second thought, I'll make you roll. Since you guys are you literally go. asking for it. <laughs> Well, he's There's doing no this. I'm strength modifier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What well, that's a seven with a strength modifier. Ooh. Yes. It's now stuck on the pointy rock. Oh. That's good. I mean, now it's stable. Mm-hmm. Good. Now that it's stable, I can tell you what fuck. Here, use the gloves. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I will take out a lashalar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take out my offhand uh -huh. and attempt mm -hmm. to cleave the impaled. Can coconut. you? Are mm -hmm. you gonna offer it the chance Good. to surrender for it? No, it is merely a coconut. Excellent. What do I use? Is this an attack roll? Um, strength check. Yes, making a making an attack roll with with your alashalar. I go into the loke stance. Okay. Before he swings, I cast my illusion and the. Coconut says he'll grant three wishes if he spares his life. <laughs> oh, God. That's very distracting. Please, please, spare my life and I'll grant you three wishes. Fry or my chop coconut. Nine. The best number. <laughs> it's still a coconut. A stationary. You're basically playing T ball right now. So it doesn't take much. You you connect, mm -hmm. and now it is on the end of a lashalar. Also, if we could have gotten three wishes, <laughs> now we get nothing except coconut. I have a coconut stuck on my half hand. <laughs> I will. I like I, this. I find a flat rock. <laughs> the flattest rock on the island. Okay. <laughs> you better perception on that one. I have to find a flat rock. Yeah. <laughs> 19. <laughs> you find a And I and I uh, smash the Alashalar <laughs> coconut combo down onto it. This time, this time getting a 12 to my coconut attack. Please <laughs> smash the coconut stuck on the end of your sword. <laughs> into the flat rock you found. Yeah. And you, it is now broken open. Ah! Is this the start of an infomercial? Before, this was the only way to open coconuts. It's <laughs> just bashing your Dude, it's just Ulseth smashing his sword into the ground once, twice, coconut breaks, but then like 18 more times and looking just stupid and frustrated while he does it. Now you can smash your own coconuts with coconut smasher. And it's just, it's just a hammer. That's all it is. Is there an old lady with a cigarette in her mouth being like, what you doing there? 
I give you a, I have yeah. a hammer. <laughs> if I had a hammer, and I have a hammer. You could probably also use like the climbing gear python things. Anyway, I have so, to I have broken this coconut in half. On the and I hand and I hand you the the two halves okay. of the coconut. Thank you. How evenly broken is the coconut? Fairly evenly. Okay. <laughs> After all that, mm-hmm. there's a there's still a little coconut milk on the inside. Which part's the poisonous part, Captain? N- none of it. Okay, I take a bite. Uh, avoid the outer shell. <laughs> I know. Why don't we all try some? We are to eat only the white parts. Well, the brown part is incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd want to eat much of that. You want you, to eat some of the coconut? You eat the and it, it's tasty. Mm. I'll drink the mountain. Slightly sweet. And now yes, I will take other right to throw it on the ground. It's on the ground now. <laughs> Give me fresh coconut, Tulsa. I um. The process I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to do how you actually take a, open a coconut, and you. I'm going to take some driftwood, a pointy piece of driftwood, sharpen it up with my hatchet, and then use it to rip the husk off mm-hmm. like that. And then once I have the core, I'm going to take one of your, well, I'll, I'll use my hatchet and just carefully knock a line around the edge to weaken on the edge and make a nice clean cut for nines to make music with, and then give it a good whack. I like just let this happen. I like that you, Nicole, uh-huh. know this. And I have 20 wisdom and knowledge and nature, so I was able to piece it together after watching them flail around on the And And Sori is just sitting over there, math numbers flying uh, around her face. Coconuts, coconuts floating around. <laughs> with, with little, like, angles. Uh-huh, no, just coconuts. Just, just all circles. Just, just coconuts. Just flying around. That's the image. Yeah. Okay, you do that. Alright, here you go. Nice. It's a little uh subdued of an effect. Cause this the meat is still in the coconut and everything. You have to eat the white part. They do everything around here. <laughs> Somehow. Just <laughs> Use a knife or something to cut it out. You have a dagger, right? Nine's is such a helpless character. <laughs> walking around. Use your claws. Because the tabaxi have like a little bit of a snout on them. Yeah. And and you're just like whole snout just stuck inside the coat. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that's how I think. Well, once I can't get it up, the, the captain knife. is just like. I'm glad you all enjoy coconuts so much. The coconuts have been a challenge and great fun. I'll just throw the couple extra ones in my bag for now. Okay. He's probably wondering how we had enough money to pay for this trip. Yes, he is. How did we? Hmm. I remember that once we had a great deal of money. Yeah. And then under their nose, (laughs) in front, in their very building, it was stolen. Uh-huh. In the company of Blade's house. Yeah. Not responsible for lost or stolen items. 
There was a small There was line. no disclaimer. It was very small. And behind the counter. We should have stolen. And under her desk. <laughs> in a box. <laughs> I wonder if they are making any progress in retrieving our goods. Um, I don't know. We'll have to head back to... <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> the next time we are in Northville, we'll we turn around right now. Just um, mes message Dole, tell him to teleport over there and harass them for you. <laughs> tell him your boyfriend's going to come yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look for animals. Okay. Back to that one. Yeah. That we... You said you were doing a while ago. Yeah. Make a perception check. With my spiral. Yeah. Okay. That was horrible advantage. Um, fourteen. Yeah, there, there's animals up there. Um, Definitely <laughs> some animals. Why don't you roll a? Why don't you roll a d6? D6. Yeah. Three. You see. These sort of gangly looking animals, very, very small torso, but kind of a humanoid shape. They have arms and legs. Wow, and, it's and very humanoid. And a long tail. They they seem you to just kind of stand humanoid. upright. Well, it is. And they're, oh, you have a tail. You are humanoid. They're gripping onto tree branches and things and jumping around. Is that a monkey? You have seen a monkey. I wonder if they have stats for... for monkeys. All right, well, I'll write it down on my list. What's the CR on a monkey, do you think? I don't know. Are these like spider monkeys or like little, little like macaques or like whatever the little tiny ones are? Lemurs? The lemurs are like that big. Oh. Lemurs are like this big. They're like... This is sort yeah, of like a, a um, not the same size as like a Reese's macaque. So, yeah, a, a little, they're about the size of like a, an adult forearm. Okay. So I guess they are one eighth, maybe? Uh, yeah, probably about a one eighth at best. Okay. They can't, they can't be very high. Captain, are we at ruins yet? No, we're on the beach. No, no. we were at the, the clay pit. Yeah, and then we came down to the beach to hang out with the coconuts. So we have not really gone anywhere yet. Oh, no, we've just been wandering back and forth in uh, a zigzag pattern. Uh -huh. I've been keeping track so we don't get lost. Are you drawing the map? There, anything else that you'd like to see on this wonderful island? Well, I was promised Claude slow claw guys oh you want to try to find one of them yeah mm -hmm. all right and i understand there are ruins we are very good at exploring ruins well yes i have seen that on display you are the only ones at least i've ever heard of that managed to get the absolute end of iris tomb or at least what i can assume is the end of iris tomb i suppose there could be more Although his skeleton was there, as well as quite a few of his personal effects. Unless I can only it, assume it's the end. What if it was someone else's skeleton? How do you know it was his? It literally got to us! It did. But I could have been. It's a tie! I am Ira! <laughs> this was my tomb! 
And I'm a skeleton. Yeah. You're a skeleton too. It was magic. <laughs> anyway, um, we wish to find a slow claw animal and the ruins. Oh, is there anything poisonous on the island I could turn into? All I can think of in my head right now, after you said thank you for listening to, is just... Hello, listeners. It's, uh, my name is Ira. And thank you for raiding this tomb. Hope <laughs> <laughs> you had a great time. Hope you had a good time. Today's uh, tomb raiding was brought to you in... Ten parts. <laughs> that's that's all I can hear right now. I can't believe it was sponsored by Blue Apron, too. <laughs> so, you wanted to go find a sloth, and you wanted to go look for the ruins. And for something poisonous to turn into. And for something poisonous to turn and into. And I'd keep an eye out for birds on the way, too. Uh, there's a lot of animals here, I want to see. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm not sure about anything poisonous. But, you know, keep your eyes open and maybe you'll find something. You might not know. You might not know if it's poisonous at the time that you see these creatures. That's true. Those monkeys might have been poisonous. You do not know. Poisonous All right. spider monkeys. Um, why don't... spiders are poisonous. Why don't you make a perception check? With my spyglass. Yes. Twenty-one. Okay. With with a little attention, you're able to spot an animal you haven't seen before. Sort of lower to the ground than the birds and monkeys. This is a um, little ways down in the trees. Roll a d6. Six. Okay. Um, you see this leathery winged creature, all black, and it appears to be sleeping when you see it. How big is it? This is, you think about a foot long give or take an inch or two it's probably 25 30 feet up in the trees right now so it's a little hard to gauge exactly captain yes what's that that would appear to be a fruit bat mm. fairly large one do you have vegetable bat not here mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I've clocked a bat now. Yeah. You continue on further into the island, away from the freshwater spring. You pass a beautiful waterfall that you'd guess is probably 70 feet or so from top bottom you're near the top now you hadn't quite realized how much you were ascending but you've been steadily climbing for a bit look down at the shoreline now beneath you by quite a ways and you you're about half mile maybe 
three quarters of a mile inland. The ship looks fairly small on the horizon at this point. You go further into the island yet? Yeah, nice. Hang on. Got bumped up. <laughs> I activate my magic shoe isn't just. <laughs> we'll get you some shoes all I am not I am not jealous of any shoes. <laughs> it's okay, you can admit you're jealous of them. Wait, time it's right, it'll seem like my giant shoes are parting. Oh yeah, now I try it. What happens if I just go like grind my foot in place? Is it one long part? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Just one big long raspberry. Okay. Good. Just wanted to check. Are there any other fruit or any other foods around here that we're seeing? Make a perception check. To see what you can see. Can I use a spyglass for that? Yeah, I especially like the idea of Surya just wandering around the jungle like this. Uh-huh. Just if it's giving me a mechanical advantage, then I'll look yeah. as silly as possible. Yeah, do it. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, 23. You, although you have seen them before, you now see where bananas really grow from. Hmm. You spot them high up in the trees. It's kind of until breakfast out here. <laughs> and if you grow on trees, why is it so hard to get? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, the last time I had bananas in my bag, it did not turn out well. These two seem to be fresher than the ones that were at the buffet. Yeah, that's very true. Would you want to climb up and get me some? No. Okay. Climb up. All right. All right, then. Good. Nothing bad ever happens with nine comments. Mm -hmm. I rolled a three. But you also got a three on guidance. Yes, I got a three on guidance. What's your, is it athletic? Yes, so I got a mighty eight. You are now about Two thirds of the way up the tree. You're getting really good at climbing, then. Oh, no. <laughs> this is awful. Well, you are going up. You just do not seem to yeah. be able to come back down. He can come back down really quickly whenever he wants. Ah. Go yeah, the rest of the let go. Maybe you should stand at the bottom of the tree also. That was cracked. Mm. That's a seven. I can't give you guidance yeah. up there. Maybe you should stand at the bottom of the You know, I will stand at the bottom. It's a little precarious, but you're up at the top of the tree now. Don't slip on a banana peel. How tall is the tree? Um, 20 feet. Okay, I, I try to throw up a rope. I would just like toss it up and mm -hmm. swallow it and throw it out. Hold up! Catch those bananas! I'll just hold I'll, my bag of holding open underneath. I have caught some bananas. I'll just like swipe at it with my rapier. Oh, that's a lot of bananas. Um, yeah, it is a lot of bananas. 
you you managed to cut the bananas down. I caught them. We'll see. Does the whole tree go with the shifting way? Not incredibly dramatically, but yes. So make an athletics check. Uh, well, Seth, mm -hmm. let's see if you caught them. Do I get guidance? Sure. Yeah, you want me to catch the bananas, right? Yeah, we don't need a banana split. Uh, 28. Wow. 28 banana catching. Yeah, you get yourself right underneath. You catch it. It's a, you know, a little. It's a, yeah, it's a bit much, but you, you caught it. There are many bananas here. Oh, well done. Great. Put it in the bag. Yeah, just shove it all in the bag. Oh, Seth, you did a great job catching bananas. Stop catch Thank me. You. I will attempt to catch you if you cannot climb down. I fall down. Guidance. <laughs> you fall down. <laughs> you did such a great job catching the bananas. Oh, wow. Nat 20 plus 7. So as the tree goes, yeah. That's that makes up your decision for you. <laughs> you just fall limply. And you're like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, fine. I'm making a choice to fall <laughs> as you're flung off of it. And Ulseth catches you um, perfectly. It's like Lynn Swan. Yeah. Just caught, and now you're there. Mm -hmm. They went to ruins, Ulseth. <laughs> <laughs> you're now carrying a cat. I will continue to carry nines because it would just be better for all of us. <laughs> all right. You are princess carrying nines around. You are fireman carrying oh. nines. Yes. I'm going to put an animal around the around. Go the ahead and make a perception check. With my spyglass and guidance. I rolled a one and a two. But my guidance gave me one, so that's a total of ten. Um, roll a d four. I'll do four. That. Yeah. Waiting for the page to load. It's going slow. That one brings up a very interesting looking bird. It's quite large. It's an entire. It's a, a terror bird. An incredibly long beak. It's a toucan. I feel like we should be interjecting cool. photos into our stream. Mm -hmm. So we can be like, all right, under seven audience, what's this animal? <laughs> <laughs> All right, over seven. Since we're recording it in advance, you could do that. You could put it down in the combat window or something. Just flash a picture of the animals. If I get seen. enough time to edit that in, sure. Mm -hmm. But I see a two can now. Uh, yes. Is that better than a one can? I don't know. I've never had either. Hmm. It's not quite as good as the three can though. Unfortunately, but can it do the can can? I think it can. Continuing on, I take it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You who are a Bob. Yes. How far are we from the ruins? Oh, probably a couple miles. Still. Oh, pretty far. Nature hike then. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're, that's why we're looking for animals and food as we go. Mm -hmm. Anyone want a banana? I will have a banana. Yes. All right. I give you a banana. I give you another really old. <laughs> you threw those away. There you go. It's a regular banana. Oh, ah. <laughs> These are really quite good bananas. Are they? Yeah, Who's they're the very fresh. What? You continue Who's on. Gold sticker. Doll. I just convinced that they just grow in the wild that way. Doll. Hey, doll. Yes. Um, I got some bananas and I don't see a sticker on them. I'm very confused. What? <laughs> you know, you, you know a Chiquita sticker? No. How are you doing? I am doing fine. Am I calling you in the middle of the night again? Not quite that late, but it's late evening. I'm on a tropical island with unknown ruins in them. Sounds fascinating. Have you ever been here? <laughs> I don't know. He's traveled a lot. Yeah, yeah, you never know. <laughs> I. That, that Do we need to take a break now? <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I can't even deal with it. Okay. Okay. Um. I, I'm not sure. Possibly. Oh, it has bananas on it. It has bananas. And coconuts. And coconuts. And two cans. But no three cans. That could describe many islands. Huh. Um, if I have questions about horrible monsters or magic things inside these ruins that we're going to, can mm -hmm. I tell you about it? You can call me anytime you want. Oh, good, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I never bothered to put restrictions on that. Um, has, ha, have you had your your flavorless paste for dinner yet? Yes, it was filling adequate. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. What are you doing? Reading a book? Are you gonna ask what he's wearing? Are you awkwardly eating bananas while you're talking on the phone? We only had one banana a piece. You asked me to check with the hole. And you did. What was the question you asked? What's he up to? I am currently preparing to bed down for the evening. Oh, okay. Cool. What are... We're what are you doing? Oh, we're we're walking to the ruins with uh with a pirate. You're with a pirate? Yeah. I prefer to call a variable merchant. I don't think you could hear that. I don't think that's how sending stones work. But he says that he's a pirate. It's it was pirate for pirate. It was one of those, like, I'm definitely a pirate sort of statement, but without saying that I'm a pirate. I would prefer that you call me, um, 
a seaworthy entrepreneur of ill repute. Yes. <laughs> that is a very long thing to say if we want to refer to you each time. Pirate is much shorter and easier was, to say. That was about as long as what you call this island. The place where I usually stop. Freshwater. Yes. Yes. And occasionally get the coconuts. So tall. And bananas. Yes. Don't, no, don't. <laughs> Wrong voice. Do you know yes. who you are? If, if I was on an island so about a week south of Krebstadt, what sort of ancient civilizations would leave ruins here? None that I am aware of. Oh. Okay. Well, if you hear about anything, give me a call. Yeah, I will do so. How come you never call me? I did not know that that was a task would I should perform. Oh. Hmm. You're surprised by that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you feel like it, you know, it's no pressure. I shall make an attempt to call you. That's what you call a loaded statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, if I am getting killed by some sort of horrible monster in the ruins, I'll be sure to call you. Yes, please do that. Oh, okay. Bye. Uh, have a good whatever time it is. Tell them to have are. pretzel day. What? Tell them to have pretzel day. Nine says have a pretzel day. I wish the same for him. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want me to say what he said. Why? What did he say? It was a lot. He is mad a few words. Yeah, I know. He had some choice ones. <laughs> but we had ruins yet. No, I'm looking for animals. You venture deeper into the jungle. <laughs> the pathway is getting smaller and smaller. Now you must walk single file. Make Captain a... goes first. Who goes first? Bob goes first. All right. He knows where he's going. We don't. He does. Makes sense. Make another perception check. I'm still walking around with a spyglass for some reason. Don't chip on this. What? <laughs> Just look around. Everything is so close. <laughs> uh, 29. Okay. Roll a d6. Um there. Okay. You You managed to catch just the quickest glimpse of a very muscular low to the ground black fur four-legged creature like a, looks feline like a puma yes did you get that <laughs> a daniel tiger <laughs> Well, I, there could be tigers in here. 
tigers live in rainforests. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Daniel Tiger. I'm, trying, I'm wondering, do they have stats for... Well, they don't seem to have stats for a leopard. But they do have stats for a tiger. Do they have stats for, like, a jaguar? Panther. Like a panther. Like, any of those would be... Oh, maybe a panther. There, there's a panther. A panther. A panther. panther. A black panther. I saw a black. Yeah. Oh, we can't afford black panther. <laughs> that's a. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a black property. Very brief. That's yeah, all that is. It was just like the trailer. Just that's all we got. Yeah, more than six seconds, and it would have cost us a lot. <laughs> yes. Would would have been bad. Would have bankrupt, bankrupt this pretty quick. So you can now turn into uh, a panther. Call it a panther. That's pretty good, actually. That thing that, that can, that's pretty powerful. And it has a nice stealth bonus. Nice. Wow, okay. Does it get advantage at night? No. Yeah. Okay. But, no, that's a good, that's a good animal. We, we continue our uh, nature walk. Delving deeper and deeper into the jungle. I'm surprised also hasn't just picked up sticks to bring with him. You're, he's carrying you, yeah, that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. You know... That's a good point. Mm -hmm. a good point. I could pick up one stick with my other hand and beat you with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Both beat nines. Okay. You're now quite I will not do that then. Above Thank you the for sea asking. level. Maybe a couple hundred feet. Are there good views? Oh, yes. Every once in a while, there's a break in the tree line, and you can look down out on the coastline, seeing your ship below. Zoria. Yeah. The ship has become very, very small. Oh, Do you yeah. When we I get back to... Ah, now it is big again. <laughs> <laughs> the ship seems to be changing size. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the island's probably cursed. <clears throat> Well, that's another cursed island. Uh, I would, I would believe that if we were on an island, it must be cursed. One was cursed with pirate stuff. One was cursed with the voice, and now this one. Mm -hmm. Yep, all islands are cursed. When you interrupt the DM, when you get even higher up still, you cross several streams. Crystal clear and flowing gently, bubbling over rocks. The trees are a bit shorter now, a bit clearer. More sun is reaching you, where it had been mostly shade before, quite a bit brighter. And the captain is now having to slice through some of the underbrush, cut his way through this tangle of jungle and after not too much further you manage to come across your first glimpse of the ruins mm. Mm. I look for animals what? I look for animals uh go ahead roll another perception I want to fill out my uh wild shape book um Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. 
roll a roll the d4 four uh roll it again since you've already seen that one one i hope it's a bird of paradise mm -hmm. you you're the largest bird that you've yet seen mm -hmm. it's flying maybe 15 feet above you not very far as it swoops through some of the lower trees here and it then sails out over this cliff and then comes back and lands beneath on the cliffside and you look down tracking this bird it's bright green it's it's not uh oh it's curved beak it's black stretches down long kind of vicious looking with this white botching around its beak and you notice some yellow plumage underneath and it sits with its mate in the nest you've seen a green macaw oh it's a macaw dude we can sell you to a really rich couple with that <laughs> And they won't know how to take care of me. I realize that I live forever. It is crazy how long a macaw lives. Because they live essentially a human lifespan. Yeah. Even uh, even in the wild, I think their lifespan is like 50 years or something like that. Yeah. And in captivity, they can live, I think, 70 or 80. It's absolutely insane how long they can live. So you have now seen a green macaw. Perfect. And because you have seen some color variation between these, I'm just going to say a blanket macaw, a macaw. Right. You can you can imagine other colors and things like that. All right, cool. Just just to be clear about the rules there. Speaking of rules in our last episode, you had asked if an item could protect you from true seeing. Yes, my ring of mind shielding. Um, I did go and look that up. And it says creature type. And creature type is a specific thing, yep. meaning humanoid or uh, undead or monstrosity. or monstrosity, you know, those sorts of things, no. which is different than changeling. Yeah. So sense. it would not help you in that case. One to bring that back full circle since it was a discussion last week. The ruins that you see. Um, there's not much right now. There's some very low ruined structures. And sorry, and well, Seth, you, you both have seen various ruins in the places you grew up you're sort of familiar with looking upon these sorts of things mm -hmm. you can see the outlines of some buildings and they're fairly fairly far apart nothing is much closer than 
about 40 feet from one structure to another that you can see. And the material is the most remarkable part here. The material they're constructed of seems almost crystalline. It, it's something that you've never seen anything quite like it. It's opaque. White in color. Little tinges of green and blue mixed throughout. And almost everything seems to have been constructed of this in various shapes. Whoever had been working with this material was clearly very talented, as you can tell that it's all sorts of different things, all made of the same crystalline structures from very narrow um, sort of pillars only a few inches wide like you might find on a, a staircase railing and they have tight wound ornamentations spiraling up each one is exquisitely smooth so much so to in it's a very pleasant sensation to touch them. It's... It's almost intoxicating how interesting it feels to run your hand across the surface. You've so, never seen anything or felt anything quite like this. Can I... can I be a piece of the spirally sort of thing, maybe like that long? Sure. It's in really good condition? Yeah. <laughs> Although every interesting here, although the structures have fallen over, most of this, and there are pieces that have like a foliage growing over it, but nothing seems damaged or chipped or worn away. It doesn't, you guys have been to ruins before and you've seen how moisture tears away at rock and stone Nothing like that has happened here. Everything, although not standing, is in good order. Um, well, rock and stone, you say? Yes. Rock and stone. The I, I pick up a piece that's about three foot long, that's in beautiful shape, and has the, the most interesting spirally carvings and things on it. And, okay. And uh, keep it. Yeah, do you want me to put it in my bag of holding? No, I'll hold on to it for now. It's a big rock. Okay. You're holding nine still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right, right now, Ulseth is like got the world's largest baby. It's like one handing, like, oh, this is interesting, and like kind of wedging it between some things on his back. Like, All right, there we go. I'm going to pick up a few samples as well. Don't might be interested in that. Sure. Okay. Um, nice. It's just a stretch. Should I should I waste a detect magic? My detect magic on this stuff. Um, just, to, just to see. You can use that in an instant if you want. Why don't we just take ten minutes and I'll ritual cast again? Okay. So I'm going to sit down, begin preparing all my various druidic components to ritual cast detect magic again. Okay. While she's doing that, I'm going to look for animals for her. Mm, yeah, thank you. Okay. Let me eat all the banana. 
Go ahead and roll perception. Fifteen. All right. Roll a roll a d six. You you find along the forest, the jungle floor. Excuse me, not the forest floor. You find along the jungle floor this very odd-looking, uh, hairless creature, and it's it's sort of this gray-brown skin. Seems to have hooves. Stands just a couple feet tall. And it has this weird nose that kind of comes to a little point here. Papers off. Papers off. Yes. It is a tape. That was a good joke. Yeah, it was. It is a tape here. You find a tape here. Hmm. I'm ritual casting. Can you bring it over? Mm hmm. <laughs> Do you have to put me down to pick up this tape? No, I, I pick up the taper with my other arm and carry it over to Zoria and show it to her. Oh, that's really cool. That's like a little I mean, mm -hmm. You're approaching a wild animal to pick it up. Yeah. Okay. I talk to it. Make. What do you say to it? I say, respectfully. I very respectfully say, Hello, creature. I do not know what you are. It looks up a little startled. Mm -hmm. But I am not here to harm you, but my friend, who is just over here, would like to would like to meet you. She is very busy right now, so if you do not mind, you could either just walk with me over to her, or I could carry you. Joseph, I... you're supposed to offer a bribe. Make a persuasion check. Give it a banana. Three. <laughs> it doesn't run away, but it doesn't come towards you. It's it's a little standoffish. Oh, 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 wait, wait. I just discovered when I am using speech of beast and leaf, I have an advantage in my charisma checks. Really? Yes. Well. Whoa. And so in this turn, on my advantage throw, I got a 17. Okay. Furbogs are amazing. I knew, that was, I knew that that was there. That's why I underlined it. Okay, that's really good, good to know. Hmm. We should have you talk to animals all the time. I do not know what they say. <laughs> and nines when and you I can absolutely the interpreter. <laughs> And I absolutely tell the truth every time an animal talks to me. I tell the truth every time Dole talks to me. The the tape here looks around, looks at you, looks at the tabaxi you're holding, <laughs> looks kind of behind you at Soria, the captain who's yeah, the captain who's just you know, you know the captain is actually kind of leaning against a tree, having mm -hmm. a little drink from his flask. Mm -hmm. This is a relaxing day for him. 
You are and unknown the, creature. The tape here, none of these people, none of these these entities will harm you, but the, this one would wish to to meet you. If a tapir could shrug, it does, and it sort of meanders on over, and gives you sort of this like, I have no idea how I can understand you. Look, but okay. It's a, it's a weird day for this tape here. I don't know what noise a tape here makes, but I think it's a grunting. <laughs> there, we'll go with that. So I, I'm going to guess that's a it's sort of watching your hands um, a little because I'm spellcasting. Yeah. What? This is a very intricate spell. Very good. So you've now seen a tape here. I have to do a switch. You there. finish casting your detect magic spell. Uh, give me ten minutes. <laughs> we do everything in real time here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you detect no magic. Oh. The rocks aren't magic. Neither is friendship. Have or you talked to one yet? I did. Or also. Have you touched one? Yeah, I so said I grabbed some samples. Okay, right, you did. And I have a piece. Um, then when you touched one, you would have had uh, a brief flash of what you can only assume is the past of the civilization. There's no magic. No, there isn't. Hmm. And only Soria has this. Ulseth does not see this. Hmm. Only Soria experiences the flash. You see this little clearing that you're in now. And in this brief flash of what you can only assume is the past, this building that you're sort of standing in now looks to be maybe a small leather working place there were some houses not too far away you can see the outlines now and maybe uh maybe a storage silo for some sort of grain it's about all you can make out i see people you don't see people You, can, you see all the signs of people, but you don't see people. And this is just like a second, basically. Yeah, it, it's a very brief flash. Does... I want to look at this material. Mm-hmm. Does this look like something that would be shaped? using an Orat mall. Knowing what you know of an Orat mall, you know that almost anything can be shaped under the right circumstances. So, I mean, the answer is yes, but that doesn't really rule anything out. 
but we're really far south. You are much further south than you had ever known any changelings to be. When you grabbed that rock, yes. did you see anything? I saw that animal that I sent over to greet you. <laughs> that was very nice, thank you. Yes, did you put it on your list? Yes, I did. All right, tape here down. There's, I, I, I'm guessing it's a CR1A. Probably. If, if there is a tape here in... There is not. I didn't think so. <laughs> Um, when I touched the rock, I think I saw something. Oh? I, I think it might have reacted with me. I did not get any reaction from the piece of rock. No, touch nothing! Try touching your crystal. It, touch that, this rock. it might be cursed. <laughs> Anything? No, I'm just touching rock! <laughs> I mean, it feels nice, right? I guess. I've touched nicer rocks. <laughs> I like that no matter what, no, no matter the situation, Nines is inevitably saying, I've done better before this. I think this, always. I think this might be a changeling city. A changeling city? What did it turn into? I think Changelings built it. I thought Changelings were away from where you were. He, I thought so too. I we we lived up in the wilds, as far as the, all the legends said. Then then it may be a good thing to explore this um, very carefully. I agree. Execute. Who? Napier. No. <laughs> I mean, I am curious what it tastes like, but it's really That's cute. That's question! Also, kill it! <laughs> I have... I have promised it that no one would do it any harm, so no, I will not kill this. Yeah, I will do vow. So, um, I will... God keeps making me go hungry! Have a banana. I'll, I'll join Zoria in carefully examining everything <laughs> we could possibly find about this place. I have to tech magic up for 10 minutes, so I'm gonna try and use that to keep an eye out for any, like, anything magic. Okay. Like shoes. <laughs> the captain, as he hears you describe, you experienced, you actually saw something of, of the past. It was like all the buildings were whole still. Well, unless someone comes in here and rebuilds them, I'm going to assume that's the past. Uh, or the future. Like I said. Yeah. But probably the past. Probably so. What did, what did they look like? I'm curious. I will describe them. The... The buildings are all sort of... Um... They're domed it is a very consistent theme. I mean, they have like flat walls and things, but all of the roofs are domed. There's no flat roof. There's no pitched roof. They're all domed and everything is made of this. They don't have like 
any sort of thatching or shingling or anything like that. Um, no, there's no, there are things are painted. The the stones did have some some painting on them. It's a language that you don't understand. It's not. Oh, so I saw there were words. You, you didn't there see were, there were some words in there. But nothing that I knew. It wasn't like. You have no idea what it is. Yeah. You can only take a guess that maybe it's who was living there or what the business was, if it was one. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like. My brain didn't melt from seeing it either. So that's a plus. No, no, it's not a language that shouldn't <laughs> exist within this plane of existence. Yeah. That is not it. That's a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. So, Zoria. Yeah. You say that you had seen words. Are, these, are those things that you wish to put down in your journal so that you may look at them? Um, yeah, if I can recall any of them, I'll try and write them down. I only saw them for like a second, but... Yeah. If you want to stop and try to write them down, we'll make a little check. You can always try to write them down. Yeah. But I will be honest, it will become more difficult to be accurate the longer you go. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'll try. Okay. Why don't you make... Why don't you make an intelligence? Zoria, do you need inspiration? Sure, yeah. I always could use some inspiration. Yes, the most inspiring thing of all. Crap! So inspiring. <laughs> Yeah, the stickers really killed the resonance. This is a straight intelligence. This is a straight intelligence check. Yes. Twenty-eight. You do manage to write down one rune. Well, it's not really a rune. One. One part of this script. One character. Yeah, one character. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't come up with. Appreciate that. You you managed to write down one character fairly well, at least to the best of your memory. M most everything else you just couldn't see clearly enough, but there was one that was like straight ahead in your vision that you got a pretty good shot of. Okay. I can't like enact the vision again, can I? Like if I touch another rock. It doesn't seem to come back other times that you touch this material. I think this one means, um, rats do money. <laughs> <laughs> this friend. I don't think so. No? Uh, um. You continue on further into the ruins. I'll look for ruins animals while we want. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Guide them. And the spyglass. Spyglass really helped at this point. <laughs> Until she says it doesn't. 22. Okay. The captain reaches over. Sorry. Don't. My eyes. You should know better. I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought you were more observant with that. Turn your gaze over there. Look. That's one of the long clawed. And you see this creature, it's hanging down beneath a fairly chunky branch. 
and does indeed have very long claws. And it's sort of like grabbing onto the branch like this and it has a big dumb grin on its face. I go in for a closer look. I'm going to raise. Sloth. Are you getting down? <laughs> it is a sloth. A three-toed sloth, is on. Mm-hmm. I think the big dumb grin is the best part about a sloth and its characteristics. Mm -hmm. It just always looks happy. I wish I had resting sloth face. Would be a great thing. Just always looking kind of bemusedly cheerful. Because this is the other part of the sloth is that it gives its vibe of it has no idea what's going on. The hashtag that people use. Hashtag. Resting sloth face. Sloth resting life. Sloth face. Sloth life has got to be one. Sloth life I know is resting sloth face. Uh. Well, maybe you could uh, you know add that to the. I'm gonna tag this episode with sl resting sloth face and sloth facts when it goes up. Sloth, <laughs> sloth facts. There's four posts on Twitter with that hashtag. Resting sloth face. Yes. <laughs> We're you gonna could, be five. You could be, yeah, I was gonna say you could be the fifth. We're gonna be the fifth post. <laughs> it's gonna start trending. Uh huh. Anyway, I go up to the sloth. It, it's there. Yeah, speak with animal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's about maybe 15 feet above you. Hey, sloth, or whatever you are. How's it hanging? This could go on for a long time. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's nice to talk with another I walk away <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna just leave it mid-sentence yes I'm gonna leave him hanging <laughs> hmm good huh I wave to the sloth and say, it has been great to see you. Um, I hope that you are as happy as you look. Not anymore. <laughs> now this is taking forever. It's waving. I wave, I wave back. Just as slowly. About ten minutes passes doing this. Okay. Do we find I anything in the hour ritual cast detect magic again while they're doing this? <laughs> yeah, that's a you good use of You detect no time. magic here. Oh, well, I just wanted to re-up it. Sure. The ruins are getting denser. There's more structures, more blocks are scattered around. It seems to be becoming more part of a a city. It doesn't seem to be planned out here. The path between buildings, which is indeed the path that you're walking on, it, it seems to meander. And occasionally you find bits of 
this sort of material, although it's it's a different color underneath your feet. This color is a very it's a very vibrant blue, but it's not very bright. It's sort of as though you're looking through um, some clouded glass at a beautiful piece of lapis is sort of the effect. So it's this dulled, brilliant blue. I'm going it's underneath your feet. Can I pick up a piece? See if anything happens. The pieces beneath your feet are hard to move. They're... You, you could wiggle one free, but they're fairly set. It appears to be some sort of roadway. Okay. Like a street or something. I'll, I'll, I'll get one little piece out. Okay. Takes you just a moment or two to pry up the smallest little chunk. It doesn't come easily. Takes you a little bit of coordination to kind of pincer it out of its position. And it's only about an inch in uh, length and width, but it's about four inches. Wait. It's a fairly deep piece. And it's not as smooth. On top, it's textured. It's rougher. And you can tell it's actually kind of this consistent roughness. As though make it easier to walk or roll about on. Use the cart. These pathways gently twist through buildings between them. This doesn't seem to be, have been a very planned part of a city, if it is a city out here. Seems to be more filled in after the fact. Is a, how do you describe it, perhaps? And as you get closer to the main structures, the captain telling you these are all very pretty here, but wait until you see the real ruins. Promise you it's worth a hike. It better be. You approach a... You haven't been walking. And why are so exhausted? <laughs> you approach a... A wall. 30 foot high. Made of this material. Unlike the other pieces that you'd been finding, Little blocks that make up the buildings. This seems to be one solid piece. Hmm. This wall, perfectly smooth on the outside. Angled, so that it is wider at the top than at the bottom. Hmm. As if to prevent anyone from invading. Because that would make it a lot harder. A lot harder. Also, let's invade this. And off in the distance, you start to hear some 
voices. And they sound angry. Captain, did you prepare us a party? No. No. It is Zack? I don't know who that is. So, should we be stealthed? I would approach quietly. The only people who come up here, people who are looking to sightsee, and I've only met other pirates once or twice. So often the distance, like behind us, the other side of the wall. Now they're further down the wall. On our side of the wall, but further. Yeah. So this sort of scene to give you a better idea of exactly how you're approaching. You're coming from the outer buildings around the and now what's quite clear is this the true city is completely walled this wall runs far down away from you mm-hmm. you're kind of at the corner of this yes it and these voices they're now off to your right so you are approaching the corner and on your left side the wall runs far away from you. On your right side, the wall also runs away from a different direction. You're on the corner and off to your right, there are voices and you see some taller parts of the wall that make up a structure of what you can only assume must be the main gate. So you who are about? Yes. Is is that taller part the, the way into these ruins? I believe so, but I've never gone in the ruins. It's not that it would be impossible. One can scale the wall with enough effort and planning, such as an incredibly tall ladder brought up here. But I've never bothered. There's some nice hills just off to our left there, where you can look into this the ruins of the city. It's beautiful in there. Out here, the buildings have been mostly knocked over on the inside. Many are still fully intact. I don't know who's up here or why. They don't sound happy. Hmm. Want to... You hear the crack of a whip. Why don't we stealth over? Why do not you look with your peeping glass? There's no, there's no line of sight. The the jungle is obscuring whatever whatever okay. this group is. I think we need to sneak. Okay. Before we do that. Oh, as you're sneaking. Before we do, we're gonna take a break. Oh, okay. And then I'm gonna remember to do the thing. Then you're gonna remember to do the thing. We're good at remembering. So everybody, we will be back from our break in a little bit. Stick around to find out what happens. Hmm. See you soon.
Welcome back, everyone. We've turned from break, freshened up. Hope you did the same. When we left off, our group was approaching the outer wall of a larger city, ruined. And there were some very angry-sounding voices off in the distance beyond a line of foliage they can't see through. And Doria was just about to do something, so that's where we return. I am going to pull out my component pouch, some spell components. I'm going to pull out ashes from a burned leaf of mistletoe and a small sprig of spruce. Just whisper some sylvan words over them. And then magically cast the Pass Without Trace spell. Mm. So a cloak of darkness falls around us, hiding us and giving us for the next hour, anyone 30 feet inside of my, around me, um, a plus 10 to the stealth check. Well, all right. It's very stealthy. Um, are you going to need to talk to me during this? Or at least have me answer while we're scouting? Only if you have information that you need to share. Okay. I turn into a panther. Okay. You are now a panther. Rawr. Meow. <laughs> so can we hear the shouting out? Can we distinguish what they are saying if we concentrate on it? You can pick up the occasional like expletive. Do we know what language it is? Well, you can understand it, but it's sort of a different dialect of Glendrangan. So, you know, for comparison, uh, we all live in Michigan. It's kind of like us going down to Kentucky. Speak the same language, but we all speak English but they're going to have words, phrases, and inflections that we don't always catch. Or perhaps a more extreme example, like heading to Scotland. Yeah, speak, everyone's speaking English, but words, inflections, phrases, um, and emphasis on different syllables. So you can understand it, but there are some things that just don't sound quite the same and you get the sense that there's probably a few things lost in translation and more to the point you're not hearing everything mostly just the occasional curse word well i think we should walk towards it i think we should stay within 30 feet of the panther this black panther yes i'm just rolling my hit points oh okay i guess we're gonna go towards it while staying close to the panther. Okay. Are you guys trying to be stealthy? Oh, yes. Okay, then. We have plus 10 for stealth rolls. Yeah. And I went to a panther because I have plus six stealth. So you're currently getting a plus 16 mm -hmm. for your stealth. That's really That's impressive. Stealthy. Yes. That's like a rogue normally. Now imagine a rogue in our situation. 
So let's get a stealth roll from everybody. I have advantage because of sneaky boots. You got sneaky boots. Seventeen. <clears throat> Nines. Um, I got a nineteen. Okay. Twenty-four. Okay. And I shall roll for Captain. Let's sync that up. You all stay fairly quiet. Just the gentle crunching of the occasional leaf, branch, nothing that sounds too out of the ordinary. You're staying, as far as you can tell, unnoticed. You creep closer to the camp. And what you see is well, maybe a bit more than you imagined. There's about... 60 people over here. And it's a large camp. Stretching out further away from you. The noises you are hearing now become clear as... prisoners are being shouted at by some sort of guard. Dwarf is guarding this chained-up group, making, shouting at them to dig faster. They are, is what you can, as far as you can tell, digging down to reveal more of the wall. It seems as though the wall has been partially buried. And from the viewpoint you have, that there could be as much as 10 feet more of wall in this part. And it's right in front of the door. This massive door. At least 20 feet wide. Two of them. Again, you know, two doors that open. And they're digging down further and further, revealing more of this doorway and you can start to see that there is indeed a roadway they're digging down towards and where this massive frame is set it's lower than the rest of the land as though it's sort of sunken down the prisoners are changelings The imprisoners are a mixture of dwarves, humans. There are a couple of elves standing off by a dwarf that looks more important than the others. This particular dwarf has um, black, stringy, greasy hair, 
falls down from his head in twisted strands. He's balding and has a beard and a mustache that matches the appearance. From a distance, it looks as though he could probably use a few more baths than he takes. The two elves are discussing something with him. You can't make it out. He's probably maybe 100 feet away or so from where you are now, hiding behind some large ferns. It looks like they are calmly discussing things. At least the L on the elf's part. The dwarf is more agitated. All of the changelings are working as a group, trying to remove as much dirt from this roadway, digging down probably five to ten feet below the current earth line, clearing away more of the entryway to the city. That's what you come across. Do I recognize any of the changelings? Just, I know they were far away, but... You, you've never seen any of these changelings. Okay. Not not even, like, kind of a... Passing, re- resemblance. passing resemblance to anyone you know. <clears throat> so you said there's about 60 people in the area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How many of those are the captors? You would say there's probably 25 captors to 35 captives. And so the, these elves and the dwarf, you said, are off to the side behind something? Well, they're just, they're off to the side, not a table. It, oh, okay. There's, you know, standing around, there's something on the table. Maybe a map, a large set of papers, something. You can't see it from this angle, but they keep kind of tapping at it and pointing to it. There's a lot of other dwarves and humans. You now see a, a goblin or two just moving about, bring, moving supplies, setting up tents. Are the, it looks like the encampment might be fresh. Are the... I'm curious, are the elves wearing anything unusual? They're not wearing anything that's striking you as... So they're not, like, Ramardin. You, you don't... You don't see anything like that. They're not wearing... One of them. These elves aren't wearing any armor. Low AC, uh, They are... Uh, they appear to be kind of like a diplomatic robe. They're very fancy. They look very official. How... But they don't bear any markings that you recognize. How removed from everything else are these three? They are off to the side, but there's a lot of activity that swirls kind of past them and around them as other captors are moving supplies about. You notice now there's a large pile of supplies, neatly stacked, crates, Cartons, barrels, and they're taking things out, t- tools, and 
the occasional weapon, but mostly picks, shovels, tent pieces, one, uh, one set of these campers are setting up what looks to be some sort of mess tent. And they've got frying pans and, you know, a field oven. This is not a small operation. <clears throat> I'm going to, as a panther, point to nines. And then using one of my claws in the ground, scratch out a picture of fire. <laughs> well, great idea. Let's burn Blaze down. <laughs> What's the most flammable part of building? I point up a huge stack of crates with all the tools. So, I, I just want... I can't resist. We're drawing the red flower. Yes, Shere Khan. I can't resist. Can we get into your bag of holding? No, it's integrated into myself. Well, how are we supposed to get the Chateau de Ethanol? Okay, I can maintain pass without a trace. I just won't be quite as sneaky, so I will shift out of panther form. Okay. So I can actually talk and access things. Um, I will pull out... I have a lot of bad wine. I will pull out... How many bottles of Chateau de Etanol do I Well, how much fire do you want? Um, a lot. Oh, you've got... Should maybe ask Bob if we can. Seven. We have seven bottles of Chateau d'Etanol. I will get up seven bottles. What were I asking, Bob? Excuse me, Bob. Yes. In a very stealthy way. Excuse me, Bob. Yes. Can we get the army to fight these guys? I don't know who they are. I. They certainly look capable. I suppose I could go get my men. It would be uh, several hours before we can come back. Are there any banners or markings on any of the tents? Are they all fairly generic? They're all fairly generic. In fact, in the world that you've traveled through, you've noticed that most people and most places try to identify themselves and show who they are and where they're from. Every ship that you have seen flies certain colors to identify where they are from and perhaps even where they're going to. You've grown used to being able to identify things by the symbols that are shown by their wares, by the flags that fly outside of structures. This is conspicuously unmarked. There are so few markings to indicate where any of these people are from that it sticks out. I'm going to prepare seven ethanol cocktails. 
or nines. The uh, the prisoners, they all have tools of some sort as they're working on their project. Yeah, all of them are occupied. Some are digging, some are using a pickaxe to like tear away at the soil. Others are uh, using wheelbarrows to move away the material. So they're not all chained together. No, they're not all chained together, but they are all in some way restrained. Um, even the people moving the wheelbarrows have chains between their two legs. I could try to charm person this dwarf that looks like he's in charge. It's a gambit, though. I could become invisible, sneak up behind him. <clears throat> We'd have to get really close for both of those, though, because mm. you're only invisible for six seconds, and charm yeah. person needs to be within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And I think suggestion has the least... Uh, oh, that's 30 feet. Mm. Well, are we trying to kill them? We're trying to get the prisoners free. Well, then what do we do when they're free? I would, I, I would like to question these, this guy, these elves and dwarf. Bullsup, do you suggest full frontal assault? Hmm. I think that the setting on fire is a good idea. I doubt very much that these three would be helping to extinguish the flame. They would probably be yelling at people to do it for them. It would cause a distraction, though. Yes, which would allow us perhaps to get within suggestion range or charm charm range or entanglement range or just non-lethally beating them into submission range. How about Captain? Yes. Would you like to do some fireworks? Wow. I make one of the shadows that adds an alba. What did you have in mind? If the captain could maybe cause a distraction using these, it would let us close in on them. Mm-hmm. We these still have your, still have your stealth boost. For yeah, it lasts an hour. Yeah, so we have plenty of time. But if I cast her in person, I will drop it because that's also a concentration spell. But then we would be as close as we need to be. Yeah. So it's either it works or mm-hmm. we're doing something else. Do you think you could distract this camp using seven ethanol cocktails? At least hold on to some of them. I'm sure that I could distract them, but to what end? What, what are we trying to do? The, I understand free the prisoners, but after I created some sort of fireball, I'm assuming you desire, what's next? We capture the leaders. Yes, we were attempting to capture the two elves. Force the other the other guards to surrender. Not that I doubt our skill. But the numbers aren't necessarily on our side. Let's say for a moment that all of the prisoners rise up 
and fight. And we in there with them. They still outnumber us by six or more. Just doing a quick head count uh, leaves us rather at a disadvantage. Ah, do you have any other suggestions? We could try and lead some guards away. If we could... If I could replace the the leader, I could maybe send some guards away, or if we could charm him stealthily. You want to take time. I can get my crew up here. You said about three hours? We'll take several hours to equip ourselves. We didn't bring proper combat equipment. Some simple weapons to you know, catch a boar. Maybe another bird or two, but fight? No. We would need to <coughs> row back to the ship, equip ourselves, and then come back up. It doesn't look like these all are going anywhere, but it will take me a bit of time. That might be the smartest course of action. Mm -hmm. Even out the numbers. I don't want the prisoners to have to fight. No. And we could take a short rest while we are waiting and restore yes. all of our capabilities. Okay. Yes, that's also a good point. Mm -hmm. They do not know we are here. No, we can just simply wait around the corner. We're going to go find a hiding spot, and once we have one found, that would accommodate your crew. Then go. I'm not sure that there's anything that can skewer my crew from being visible. I'm not going to bring just enough. I'm going to bring everyone that I can. But I don't much care for losing fights, and I care even less for forced labor. Yes, but when you return, we will completely surround the camp with your forces. Zoria will make an attempt to either, Entrance, in, or... either impersonate or to um, entrance. entrance or persuade the leader. If you want to try the nonviolent approach, we'll do our best, but. I make no promise if my men are defending themselves. Oh, of course. If a battle shall break out, we would expect everyone to defend themselves. Just try to keep the leaders alive. I'll do my best. Are you sure you don't want to come with me? You want to keep watch? I'm going to stay here. All right. We will stay here and keep watch. Very well. Then take my leave. I'll be back as quick as I can. And he darts off into the underbrush. Storia, yes. can you make some of those wonderful berries before you take a short rest and restore your capabilities? Um, I don't get spell slots back, and I didn't prepare that spell. Huh. But we will take a short rest. We'll find a good place to go hide away from here. Make a stealth check. We still have passed without a trace. 25. I'm not rolling well today. Uh, 30. I got 19. So with my plus 10? Yes. Nice. I rolled a 5. 
Still, that's yeah. without a trace. Those are really good. Spell. Yeah, stuff. pass without a trace basically means when it comes to a stealth check, you win. If we can cluster all of his soldiers in a thirty-foot radius around me, I can stealth them all. It does not have a limit on the number of creatures. Is it thirty-foot radius or diameter? Thirty-foot uh, radius. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a thirty-foot circle from the caster. I mean, that's, yeah. You could probably fit, let's assume, two square feet for each person. That plenty of room. Oh, we could try to sneak in. It would be a very funny circle. Uh, we, could, we, we could get very close. We will, we will develop the kind of plan that we usually develop while the captain is gone. Half of a plan. Uh, well, uh, develop away. I'm going to take a short rest. Okay. Yeah. What are we setting on fire? Well, if we have a full crew... We can set the supplies on fire, distract everybody, surround the place, and we can... Try to try take to, out the leadership. Yes, capture them or subdue them. I think... And you can, you can impersonate the leader. I feel like there's too much going on around the leaders for a stealthy replacement of mm -hmm. the leader. But if we are able to put him down before the rest of the fight is ended, I mm -hmm. could maybe impersonate him and call the other men to surrender. Mm -hmm. Yes, the elves do not look like fighters. I doubt that they, they would... might be spellcasters. It is possible. Or do cats spell one on fire? That's true. I've tried that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're waiting for the captain to return. Yeah, <laughs> taking a short rest and waiting for the captain. You guys have several hours. Is there anything else that you want to prepare, plan for in that time? Um. I just want to make sure that I give you as many opportunities as possible here. I don't... I don't wanna... yeah, I don't have good berry prepared. We can drink some mead. We can. So how does... how does grapple work? Is that just a strength? It's a contest... it's a, um... it's basically contested athletic... athletic checks. Okay. Is the short version of it. Any other questions? I'm happy to, like, entertain ideas and try to lay out, because this is theater of the mind. Yeah. How feasible things are within a given space. Well, if we may, is, so, is there a way to get within 30 feet of the leadership without, like, going through a busy area? No. That's what I thought. No. They are... In the center of activity, things swirl around them. They're not off on the edge. This is... Where are, where are the uh, stacks of stores in relationship to the leadership? Uh, the stacks and stores seem to be off by kind of another pathway. Mm -hmm. 30, 40 feet further away from you. 
behind them and with enough time here now you see that after a while a cart comes up and unloads some more supplies from the jungle from this other path that's sort of obscured it seems to maybe go down a hill hiding behind some some part of the landscape you know that sort of effect where you can look over a wall and there's like a 10 foot drop or something on the other side of that wall but you cannot un you can't see it at all because of the way the horizon and everything lines up you're getting that sort of effect where clearly something is there that allows someone to go down you can't see what that path looks like but you see a cart come up it and then back down as though it's traversing some sort of long path or a switchback to another area. Another option is we disguise ourselves as a guard to get up close. You could. I could. You can disguise self. Yes. You can look like a tabaxi guard. Yeah, they'll have so many of those. Probably, yeah. Don't think we saw one, but they might have one. No hire. So we could try to go in and have the pirates ready as like a second backup plan. Yes, I think that I think we need to have the diversion of a fire so that almost all of these people will be distracted. And then we go and in we could very quickly as guards. Yes, the two of us can be disguised as guards. We'll, we'll just make nines look like a uh, like a guard. Mm -hmm. uh, give them a guard hat, probably. They ha there's like there's a thing called a guard hat, right? Mm -hmm. I've yeah. seen guards before. So. <laughs> I and, know. And what we will ask, we will ask the troops to let us keep these leaders as isolated from everyone else as possible that they yeah. will if they need to engage they will engage, engage everyone the else of the... yes and we will take on the 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 elves and the leader yeah um we should be able to get very close close enough for you to cast your spell and if that fall failed i will turn invisible for one turn and get nines could try suggestion Yes, nines could try that. Although, am I even aware that that's a spell you have? Or have you been? Because you've been doing it very subtly. I don't think I have told you that, because it's more fun for me. And yeah. Make it so... But I don't think I'm actually aware that you mm -hmm. can do that, so... Okay, so that will be our plan then, to create a huge diversion. Go in disguised as guards in, mm -hmm. the, con in the chaos. And we will... We will act like guards who are not chaotic, as, as the rest of them become chaotic. Um, and and attempt to charm the leader. Attempt to charm, or at least to um, subdue. Subdue. We will. We can act as though we were attempting to protect them from whatever is happening. The yeah. uh, the supplies that they're loading up. How close is that to the forest? Not in the clearings. So, where are you asking where the supplies that are being dropped off? Relative yeah. to the jungle. The entire area has been cleared. 
So there is an area about the width of a football field that seems to be sort of a road as it lines up with some structure ruins you can see and what's going on here is that there's a large road that leads to the main gate and this road has been covered with dirt and debris over the ages they're camping out on the road which has very little vegetation and they've cleared back more away from it the road itself is probably 80 feet wide and then they've cleared things around it to give themselves pretty wide berth to set up tents and see into the jungle a ways a stealth approach here is pretty infeasible after a point so i think we sneak in as guards <laughs> we try to get the leader under under some enchantment <laughs> and then if that fails we have a flare gun right yes that we can use to signal the guards, the, the pirates, to engage with the bulk of their forces. And yeah, we so will just take them. And we will attempt like, to uh, take the leaders as far, separate them as far away from this other group as we can. Yes. Do you want to take them like 10 turns to get to the uh, combat if they're stealth in the jungle? It depends on how we position them. Well, the whole area is about 300 feet from one end to another. Most of the activity is taking place in the middle part of that. So you only have about... like 60 feet until you start hitting where tents and people are being set And up. if there's a large group of pirates charging... The, a lot of the guards are probably going to want to deal with that. As well as the fire. Yeah. If we can get a fire. Mm -hmm. Secretly. I don't think it'll be secret very long. Probably not. It will only be secret until it is started. Well, I like blood that burns things. So... How do we get to the space without being noticed to burn it? We want to get, uh, want to avoid everything and go around to the stores. Um, how far can we throw the bottle? Like 60 feet? You might be able to. <laughs> I can't. I can. I can. We will attempt to get within 45 to 60 feet of the, uh, the crates. Sneaking? Yes. Okay. We can be very good at sneaking because we have your spell. Yeah, so I'll use my second spell slot, but mm -hmm. so I won't be able to do any other high-end spells, but that's all right. You will still be able to use your persuasion. Yes. Yeah, I just won't be able to do like a whole person. Mm -hmm. So. All right. We have kind of a plan mm -hmm. that we will immediately divert off of. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, one of, I will go down the, the trail toward the, uh, the incoming pirates and inform them of the plan before they get here. Okay. Or we, yeah, or we can just wait here until they, and tell them all. That let's, is, that let's is, do that part. Mm -hmm. Okay, we keep waiting. That's right. We're out of sight. We're around. Yeah, we went and found a different hiding spot. Right. And with the captain, so he knows where to take us. Okay. So we wait there until the captain returns with the force <laughs> and inform him of the plan. Okay. For my benefit, recap the final plan you have decided on. All right, first, the pirates, and correct me if I get any of this off, the pirates will station themselves in the tree line. Okay. As close as they can be undetected. Okay. Waiting for a flare or otherwise, or other signal. Okay. Yep. A flare gun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are going to then transform ourselves to look like guards, but sneak in towards the camp, light the supplies on fire. Okay. During the distraction, we're going to try and charm Yeah, we will go leader. back to the leaders who will not be fighting the fire because they they're, are the leaders. Yeah. And we will attempt to... I like how we just assume they're worthless. So, Did you see how greasy that guy is? He cannot go near flames. Yeah, so <laughs> those so like far, just making sure I understand. So we're all on the same page with what the horde of NPCs I'm controlling. Uh -huh. You want them to do? Hold. You want, want the pirates to sit just outside of the visible area. They're gonna wait there, staging. You three are gonna set up in a place to. Roll a Chateau de Ethanol Molotov cocktail. An ethanol cocktail. A well, number of them. About four. Okay. Into an area that will start a fire. Into the supplies. Yeah. Which are neatly stacked. And we assume incredibly flammable. For the moment, they are being dispersed. So, I mean, they're being moved throughout a camp. It's a staging area here. Mm -hmm. um, but you will create a distraction of fire. Are there any tents or anything that are closer to the tree line? Yes. We could do those instead. The supply crate is perhaps the hardest thing to reach because it goes out into this sort of cliff area mm -hmm. that's further away from the tree line than almost anything else how, ooh, how about this mm -hmm. the captain chooses his four stealthiest pirates and they each hit a tent that's near the tree line with, with fire. fire okay meanwhile we're heading towards the leader mm -hmm. as guards mm -hmm. and we will offer to protect them um, from the fire, and you will attempt to persuade him to stand his men down. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we'll beat him up mm -hmm. and signal the flare and shoot the flare gun. The second anything feels like it's going wrong, nines, just shoot that flare gun. Not right now. Not in the planning stage. I know the planning always feels wrong. 
so that's what we're going to try to do. Yeah. Okay. So the captain will choose four himself and maybe three of his stealthiest pirates to set fire to tents using Chateau d'Etonol. Okay. Um, that they can get to but are distant from the leaders. Yeah. Sure. There, there can be some tents that are, you know, far away from where the leaders are sitting. Yeah. Aim at yeah. things that look important. Um, do it okay. 10, five minutes after we go into the camp disguised. That's a long time. How? Well, okay. Three minutes, though. We three need minutes. to. Three minutes after we head in, have your men set fire to the tents. All right. And. You three are going in to the leaders and you're disguising yourselves in any way, shape or form. I am going to make myself look like a dwarf. Are they all wearing like uniforms, these guards? Well, yes and no. They're, Remember, they're, I described this as being conspicuously yeah. lacking. So in they're things. all wearing very generic leather that looks identical. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to really call it a uniform since there's no standard, but all of the humans and dwarves and a couple other creatures, like I mentioned, there's a couple goblins you've seen around, seem to be wearing fairly generic you know, expedition gear. They have, you know, some of them are more armored up and they have heavier leather or even some steel pieces that are protecting them. Um, it's all unmarked kind of generic stuff. I'd say just make yourself look like a tall human. I will do that. Because you have an hour on your disguised self, right? Mm-hmm. Nines. Just, I don't look like a mercenary. Yeah, you're good. Just have your club. Mm-hmm. Club. Uh, and I'm going to make myself look like a very, very generic dwarf guard. Okay. And my, change my armor to just look like the most generic thing, armor that I can think of. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to prepare? before you set this in motion. Can you think of anything? No, do we need to stealth in? We're just looking like- I think, I don't think we need to stealth. I think stealthing would be more conspicuous. Mm-hmm. We should walk in like we know what we're doing. And we certainly do. Yes, we're perfect. Execute. I start walking towards the base. Go. Well, once everyone's in place. And Nines, how are you disguised again? He has a club. He has, he has a club. That's all. I That's what I thought, but I stand wanted... Be, stand behind us. I wanted to be certain that Nines is just like... Club. Club. Do you breastplate? He could throw that on. Nope, we already decided club. Nines is moving forward. All right, we wa- I'll walk in front. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Generically. Mm-hmm. Um. Since you are not stealthing, 
A stealth check makes no sense. Mm -hmm. However, let's call this a performance check. This oh, will I be am so doomed. This will be a group effort here. This is not. Uh, so, so there's going to be an average because you are moving as a group trying to appear that the group knows what it's doing. This could also maybe be deception. Um, but I guess performance makes sense. I, I mean, I... They're I, I yeah, for, for all One, they're both using charisma. Yeah. And I feel like deception falls more into the... I am actively attempting to lie and we're trying or to deceive like and you are trying yeah. to blend in which seems more of a performance to me so that's how i'm gonna Sounds rule on it me. it's the same number for me let's see how this goes nope nat 20 nat 20 baby uh 19 total total okay six all right nat 20 gonna save us <laughs> That, that said, 20 is negating. This is a group effort, <laughs> not individuals. For the moment, no one seems to pay you any mind as you, you know, somewhat inconspicuously emerge from the tree line. <laughs> now, you, you do have the advantage, and I'm going to say, I'm going to sort of narrate the actions that you as a group are doing to try to blend in because this is going to be hard for you three to really navigate because I'm running the theater in my head. Yeah. So having observed this for several hours now, you've seen where crates are being moved, where items are being stored, and you sort of join in with that. Kind of get in this line of production and moving crates to places. You even manage to sort of figure out where certain things you expect to go. Anything flammable? Um, Lamp oil, maybe. Or implantable. Since Soria, you're leading, right? I was in front. You're in front. But Nines... He's the... You're sort of the firebug of the group, apparently. And he's, he's <laughs> the seller. He's selling this. Since, um... In... Before we were broadcasting, you got a bit of a reputation for just setting shit on fire. So I'm gonna have you... It's not my fault you rolled like a hundred on a D100 roll. <laughs> that burst that building into flames. I just set the kindling. Uh-huh. Roll a perception check with advantage, since it seems in your character's history that you like setting things on fire, you weird pyro cat. That is a 16. You, given your observations here, and you can't be sure of the contents of any given crate because they're they're sealed. But you have a pretty good idea 
that a larger crate has some supplies for a kitchen. So you've noticed the larger crates seem to contain things that go to the mess tent, cooking supplies, materials, and you're not sure if this crate will have anything flammable in it. But you know that it leads to a place that has flammable things because you're familiar with oils, fire, and kitchen. So you're able to point this crate out. And because it's large, the three of you sort of blend in, moving it together. Um, Soria and Nines, I need the two of you to make a strength check on this. I'm not going to make Ulseth rule because this is well within your abilities. Guidance. You can guidance yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, strength, 19. 10. Between the three of you, nine's struggling a I little bit. I have club with me. Yeah. yeah. You can't set that down. And no, also no, I'm just kind of like grabbing like a loose like rope yep. that's on there mm-hmm. yep you're looking like you're helping yes um between all those things you do manage to get the crate over to the mess tent and set it down there's just one a goblin setting up in this tent seems to be the expedition's cook and you should swap recipes and this goblin is hurrying around sort of unpacking things um getting into the, the crates pulling stuff out and making setting up shop basically doesn't seem to be paying you any mind right now So have the, have, the three, have the three minutes passed? Yeah, how far into the three minutes? I mean, like a m- one minute in. Hmm. So wait, you two were... minutes before the other flames start. Yeah. What do you want to do? How far are we from the leaders? Um, the mess tent is sort of on the opposite end from the supplies Mm -hmm. it's near the front where a lot of the activity is really going on is where they've set up the mess tent the leaders are sort of in the center of camp Mm -hmm. you're about maybe 70 80 feet from where the leaders were standing and as time has passed they've set up a tent kind of around them Basically, what happened is the leader said, I want this spot. Plop down a table and the things. And then over time, lackeys built a tent around the leader. Mm-hmm. And they're now obscured within I, that tent. I'll say, Oi, hook. <laughs> Boss wants his drink. <laughs> I'm gonna drink. I have anything better to do than get the boss and drink. I'll take it to him for you. 
Oh, thank you so much. You're saving me so much time. And this goblin is now gone into one of the larger crates, clearly asking to prepare the boss's drink. It's exactly the thing. wrong thing <laughs> at this moment. The, 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 you know how you ever been in a situation, I think everyone's done this, where there is something that's right at waist height or it's much further down below. So you're kind of like leaning into it and your feet are sort of dangling up in the air as you tip into this. That's what the goblin is doing. Yeah, he's resting his waist on the edge of this crate, throwing stuff out over him as he's digging through this pile of supplies, trying to find basically uh, whatever mixing or pouring or supplies for the boss's drink that he hasn't gotten to yet. So while he is preoccupied, could you look for flammables inside the tent? We could just shove him in the crate and close it in. Let's About that. two minutes have passed now. Well, so push him in. Do it. Let's just go to the bar. Mm -hmm. We're getting close to time. Do we not want to start the mess tent on fire at the same time as the rest of the fire? I don't know if it's important enough to not. I'd, I'd rather be by the boss than spend extra time sending setting another it, thing on fire. Is the drink prepared yet? No. Does it look like it's gonna take a while? Things are still being thrown out of the crate right now, and the the goblin is. Excuse me. The goblin is making considerably more frustrated noises. Mm -hmm. The longer this goes on. Well, let's just go. Okay. Let's get within 30, like feet. 30 feet of the bosses. As close as we can, yeah. Um, are there any obvious things uh, like a snack or bottles of wine or anything? I have. Mead or anything? I have wine. Yeah, it was just, but they wouldn't necessarily be familiar with that. There's, a, there's plenty of provisions that are open and laying around if you're looking so you're like a cask do you need mead no we need to have something to make it look like we're taking something to the leader like mead we have mead we could take three mugs of mead one for each of them there do we see just mugs in this kitchen sure yeah we'll take three, three mugs. mugs and we'll just head out we'll head out and we will fill it with Three meads. Mm -hmm. Okay. You fill three mugs with mead. And we're walking towards that. And you walk towards the leader's tent. Mm -hmm. By the time you get to the leader's tent, you have 15 seconds left. No, good timing. Drinks for the drinks for the boss. It's about time. Oh, Give it here. Cast the three of them in. The one of the elves comes over, looks at you, rolls his eyes, returns. Uh, Dipping is customary. And <laughs> no. <laughs> about that time, you hear a. Oh, <sighs> 
as flames begin to engulf another part of the camp. And then more and more lobs of molotovs being thrown in there and shrieks and yelps are now going up as a fire is all over. Some little, some quickly growing and the camp descends into chaos. I will say, if it is an attack, we will keep you safe. And on that note, oh. <laughs> we will keep them safe. We're going to wrap it up because if we go into uh, what is going to happen next, we will be here for another several hours session. <laughs> so we will come back to that next time. But what changelings are these? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out. Which clan from? You're going to have to wait and find out. And they also turn into pumas. No. Maybe a couple or all. They, hey, they could all be druids. You never know. You never know. What are they doing so far south? We'll find out. <laughs> no, tell me now. <laughs> Now all I can hear in my head is, but what are these changelings doing so far south, so far away from home? Where are they from? Who are they? Can they turn into Puma Stew? Find out next week on Dice and Dungeon. You heard it here. Be there. Hear the credits. <laughs> That's exactly why I only start with the last episode of a TV show. I'm sick of these surprises. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, we, <laughs> We will pick that up next week and return for the exciting conclusion to this tale of changeling woe. See you guys next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>